A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to One for the Road, a podcast about running and the rest of your life. On today's podcast, we talk about our recent times in and out of trainers uh, we have a look at an on the run that I, Harriet, have recorded. Um, we also talk about some amazing girl podcasts who we know. Uh, and we talk about how slow is too slow. So first up, Let's have a think about our recent times. There's been some trainers, maybe not so much as we'd have liked. Lizzie, <laughs> what's your <laughs> Lizzie, what's your your highs and lows of the last few weeks? Um, so highs and lows of the last few weeks. I have had a really good um, weekend last weekend. So I went to Barcelona for five days for mm-hmm. the marathon, which was awesome. Um, I think it was my fourth time going to Barcelona. It's a really awesome place, so I loved it. Um, So I was supposed to be running the marathon, and then I got into London, so decided not to do Barcelona. Priorities. So that was cool, but I went anyway because it's an awesome city. And also, um, Stephanie, who we mentioned last week, who is one of our really good friends, was running it. So um, anyone that likes running or baking, look up Stephanie on Twitter. She's at a magpie in the sky. She's awesome. (laughs) Small, um, small advert there, yeah. but, but she is genuinely very good. She's very good. Um, and she ran an uh, absolutely amazing time at the marathon. She ran 3.21.21, which absolutely blows my mind. It really does. Um, I looked up the pace. I can barely keep that pace for one mile. Yeah, so I actually ran with uh, Steph on Saturday, goes park run, riding <laughs> run. Um, she came to my, my local park run and I was on my bike and so I could barely keep up with her running whilst I was on my bike. So <laughs> that was that was a high because it was really awesome to see Aww. someone achieve that. She's done so much training and it just goes to show that if you actually do some training, it pays off. So inspirational. Well done, Steph. Yeah, Steph is amazing. Woo-hoo. Okay. Has there been a low? There's been lots of lows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't ideal. Let's keep it. Let's try and keep it happy. Yeah. Let's take lessons we'll from through. these lows. Um, I've done very little running. Um, I said this last time that my training wasn't going great, and it hasn't actually got that much better. Um, I'm starting to panic a little bit. So we're just so, just under five weeks out from London now, and I haven't done a long run for three weeks, and my knee really, really, really hurts. So I went for a run yesterday, and uh, let's just say I had a little little breakdown had a little sit down and cry on a bench and had to do a little three mile hobble mm-hmm. home um so yeah I'm just in a nice phase of icing and rising uh, rising yes yeah. ice I never remember what Compression. C- oh that's what it is elevation in yes. my head I'm just like I'm rising I never <laughs> I don't, quite don't remember, remember that is. and turmeric hey that's the recommended oh, trick. actually yes I've been taking lots of turmeric I had turmeric capsules from the marathon last year training, I just took them because I was like, just in, just, case. just in case. And um, yeah, I've taken those of them, which is, well, we hope they, they pay off. And maybe a trip down the old uh, sports massage. Yeah, getting lots of massage and a little trip to the physio as well. But it will get better. It'll be fine. It will get better. How about you? you? What have I been doing? 
I have, well, my high was fun. My high was two weeks ago. I did, I went to park run, but I sandwiched my park run with my long run, which I think is quite a nifty idea, except that it means that you go quite fast in the middle because you've yeah. got this pressure of the race. And um, park runs are great. They're like on in a park near you every <laughs> Saturday, regardless. It's 5K, it's free. It's the most amazing thing. And I love that you get your barcode and you get your time. So I'm very proud that this time round I got a PB. Uh, it's the Burgess Park one. So because it's a flat course, it kind of is, is a bit of a false sense of how fast I actually am. But I'm very, very happy. So that was, I felt quite That's triumphant good. that day. I actually, whilst we're talking about Park Run, um, my local one is Mile End. And I did barcodes on Saturday, which was really cool. Got to scan everyone that finished. So um, it's did so fun to volunteer. Yeah. Um, I've set myself, I'm not sure when I'm going to do this, given that I'm barely running three miles at the moment, but I've set myself a challenge that I want to beat my Burgess Park Run uh. PB at Mile End. Whoa. <laughs> which, um, Park, uh, Burgess is pancake flat and Mile End, let's say, is a bit undulating. So. <laughs> That's going to be a good challenge. Yeah, I think that's a summer challenge. Have you set your date? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometime in the summer. That'll um, be good. <laughs> but I've had lots of people um, volunteer to pace me around, so I'm hoping that I'll get about two or three people that are just going to drag me. Yeah, that's what we need. Oh, we should do some park run tourism. Mm. That's, I think, one of my favourite things. Yes. I need definitely. to get new. out to uh, new bits of London and beyond. Apparently they have them in Europe too. Oh, okay. Weekend excuses, I think. Um clearly that's just a tangent but uh what have I been oh my low oh well oh I think my low it's not necessarily directly it's not running such but it was I ran to work I had my backpack I bought loads of stuff with me and I didn't realize that I'd packed the world's oldest top that had no longer become stripy and was just kind of a bluey mess and didn't really realize till I was at work and then had to go out and panic buy a new top because I had a board meeting with all my bosses and had to make a presentation. <laughs> Probably not the best age to use to run to work, but, you know. I love morning, morning panic shopping due to everything. Yeah, it's funny. nothing was open. Joy was my only choice. Like, I had to panic buy. And, of course, I had to buy two tops because it was some sort of offer. So then I was led <laughs> into spending more money than I really needed to. <laughs> so I had, I had a... Well, this is definitely not running related. A uh, panic buying incident before work a couple of weeks ago, so I was a bit naughty. Went to uh, went to a work do and didn't actually end up going back to my house. Um, <laughs> so I either had the option of what I was wearing to work the day before, not oh, not no. good. It was quite a distinctive dress as well, a very distinctive pattern. Like, it, <laughs> like people would have noticed, or a um, strapless, uh, kind of shimmery kind of short and tight evening, evening, nice. evening dress <laughs> nice. which again not ideal did um, they throw the cardio over it could it, could it work yeah ignore my bare legs it's fine <laughs> um yeah this made me realize that nothing is open on oxford street at 8 a.m so um yeah little panic trip to new look mm. but i actually got a really nice dress that i wear all the time now so pros and cons pros and cons <laughs> this is true yeah there's been too many times where i've forgotten my underwear and that's just too stressful yeah <laughs> particularly with white tops <laughs> The better, it's better. Yeah, or when you even not forgetting stuff, but you just don't really think through your outfit very well, and you just yeah. get to work and you're like, this does not go together. <laughs> no. And of course, there's always the I'm constantly wearing my trainers with my run, yeah. with my work clothes. Oh, I actually had another incident where I, I forgot <laughs> I forgot my trousers <laughs> and oh. had to go buy some trousers because I was just in my um, amazing cycling leggings that have 
uh, lightning bolts down the side that say thunder thighs, <laughs> which are incredible, but again, not work appropriate. Oh. I'll link to them because um, they're really cool and I want to buy them because they're a little indie brand. Oh, our dinner's ready. <laughs> yeah, so we're just recording in Harry's flat and um, yeah, it. we're making a chicken, well, I say we, I've not done anything, um, lemon and garlic chicken, is yeah. that what we're making? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's ready, that's exciting. I'll just turn it down, shall I? <laughs> well, I feel we've had a good mix of running highs and lows. Our, um, <laughs> so I also recorded my first on the run. Um, Ooh, we'll just have to give it a listen. Yeah. <laughs> it took I took me a while to figure out where the voice demo memo thing was on my phone, and I was all it was a bit flustered. So <laughs> let's give that a listen. Okay, cool. Here's Harry's on the run. Right. So this is my first on the run recording. I'm uh, on my kind of short shake it out run after quite a long one on Saturday today's Monday it's after work I'm feeling all right my legs are pretty heavy and it's a route I don't go very often so feeling like while it should only be 5k I'm hoping not to get lost I'm about halfway through Uh, it's been the standard Every traffic light is red. Every single pedestrian is somehow in my way. But I think that's a lot to do with my mood more than anything else. Nevertheless, I'm not far off home, like a mile to go. I can see another runner with an even bigger backpack than me. So if he can do it, I can. So we've just listened to Harry's on the run recording. Um, how do you feel having listened back to that? Oh, <laughs> that's so a good noise. <laughs> oh, I'm like, um, yeah. It, well, bar the fact is that was achingly cringe, and I definitely need to work on my running and talking technique. And I apologise for everyone having to listen to me be very breathy. Um, oh, like. It's fun. it's really weird listening to it. It feels really long. It feels really distant, and I don't. I can't capture that feeling that I had when I was running. Now I remember feeling really frustrated, and quite. It really was one of those runs where everything felt like my legs are really sore, and I was bumping into everybody, and I was trying to dodge out of the way, and it felt stressful, and I couldn't relax into it. And I just find those sorts of runs really difficult. And I actually didn't run for that much longer after that. I mean, admittedly, I was nearly there, but. I, I really wanted to stop. I didn't yeah. want to carry on. I just didn't really like feel like you got into the flow of it. Like. No, no, it really was tough. <laughs> but um, the man with the bigger backpack, I think I then overtook him and I remember thinking, I've, it's okay, I've overtaken this man. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I'm going to stop it, stop at 100 metres. I've overtaken the man with and the, the fact backpack. And the he's got like a, a small child worth of weight on his back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by the by. <laughs> Not to the point. But um, yeah, and I do always get lost on that route, which doesn't help either, because I always just miss the turning and end up running an extra. Where was it? Was it like oh, running back from your office? Yeah, it's out from work, but um, I run to it's like it's just from like the river to to Canada Water, and then I get on the train to get back down south, get back down out south. But 
I somehow seem to miss these turnings and it means I'm running around Bermondsey in the dark and it's quite easy to end up on a back street mm-hmm. and I always just feel a little bit like unprepared so the joys however the pedestrians along the river <laughs> and commuters like commuters through London Bridge I don't know it's true it probably is my attitude but I do find that sometimes there are days when it feels like no one's aware that you're there nobody's aware that you're walking you're running towards them and they're walking towards you and they it's just like they're not yeah move. I get really frustrated with uh I call them people that walk around with their heads up their ass <laughs> <laughs> which there's a lot of those people in London um <laughs> yeah they're usually on their phone or they've got their headphones in but sometimes like neither of those things no, and then you can't figure it out and then you're looking, they're looking at you and you're like but you're not no no the people on their phones like I, I just realized it's made me more aware of how much I walk with my phone out because you you're aware of nothing you're completely sucked into what you're doing on your phone yeah and crossing the road cars bikes are completely you're do you know what um cycling makes you really realize that as well because um uh the amount of uh, pedestrians that walk out into the road in front of me when i'm cycling is insane and it's usually like where you'd expect people to be a bit more intelligent so, like, when I'm cycling through the city on the way to work, like, everyone's pretty intelligent. They're going to their, like, banky... High-flying city jobs. Yeah, but they just walk out in front of the road in front of everyone. And, um, yeah, the only incident I've ever had on my bike, actually, has been someone who walked out in front of me and I couldn't stop in time and I just rode into them. <laughs> How did that go? Um, well, thankfully... Lucky you weren't going too fast. I wasn't going too fast, and um, they kind of noticed, and it was more kind of a, like, slow-motion kind of roll into each other. But, um, yeah, they were just crossing oh, on... on my, my light was green, their light was red, and they just decided to go anyway. Yeah. And that's the most common time it happens. Um, yes. It is not cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, well, to be fair, even in parks. Parks <laughs> for me is dogs. Oh, dogs, dogs are scary. Leads. Dogs on leads are scary. Because then you get tangled in the lead. I think Charlie called it, like... Um, Tri- uh, like you know like trip wire like you trip over mm. you're going to trip over the wire the and wire also cable. dogs are unpredictable things that are unpredictable actually adults should, shouldn't be unpredictable but they also are <laughs> yeah. but dogs are more unpredictable they this just kind true. of go wherever they want also small children and mm. um, I don't think there's a single child under the age of 10 that doesn't own a scooter <laughs> these days and they're, they're, they're like they move quite fast yeah they're, they're, and, then, and then they try and keep up with you and you're like <laughs> what are you doing I'm not don't hang out with me yeah yeah, so, the pressure's on. I think when it comes to pedestrians, you just, it's just very good dodging practice. I think this is probably an argument for going running at like five o'clock in the morning when no one else is around. This is true. This also sounds like one of my I don't like people rants, which I have quite often. <laughs> <laughs> I've had quite a few of these with people oh, recently. Let's... I'm like, I don't like people. <laughs> just leave me alone in my own bubble. <laughs> so just let me do my own thing. Well, on that note, maybe we should talk about something positive. Yeah, I feel like we're being quite negative today. Like, oh, I'm not doing any running. People are getting in my way. <laughs> Sod this running malarkey. Oh, let's let's chat girls, because girls are well good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> girls are well good. They are, this is true. Um, boys, on the other hand, not. But that is a story for another time. Also true. Um, so I made some kind of flippant comment on our um, first episode. That there were no good girl running podcasts which I stand by mm-hmm. but then I also said there was no good girl podcast which is absolutely not true <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we'd just talk about some good girl podcasts oh then I'm, I think I'm going for call your girlfriend <laughs> these these girls are in America and they live on the other side like each side of the US and they call each other up for a chat and basically they podcast it and it's becoming a bit of a thing yeah like I heard about it through um 
Dorno Dow. Dorno Porter, I never remember. But I read an article and she recommended it. Oh, something she was loving to listen to. Yeah, it was like in Cosmo or something. But um shame, I admit that. But <laughs> it was in some kind of magazine. And um she recommended it and it's just the most natural, uh, relaxed, girly catch up. Yeah. And I love that they cover everything from like whether you should change your name when you're getting married to what be, what what happened when they saw Beyonce in real life? To <laughs> quite a lot of politics, American yeah. politics, which I don't always understand, but um, I like appreciate I like, it. Uh, yeah, I like that they're talking about it, and then maybe I like would go yeah. and find out about it. But... And some of the recommendations have been really interesting and useful. Yeah, like, I've read quite a lot of articles as a result of it because they talk about different articles quite a lot, which is good. Yeah, and they both have like very cool jobs, and they just sound like really interesting people. And obviously my favourite part of it is the menstruation update. <laughs> oh yeah, and they talk a lot about periods. Which I, I really appreciate. I think it's hilarious. I don't recommend listening to that while running. It's quite <laughs> off-putting. I found the other day it was just very graphic and I was like, oh, this is all a bit too much. Was it on that podcast where they were like, your period is like your body trying to push out of its body? Yeah, my body is trying to push itself out of my body. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, yes, and I was running up a hill feeling very just Sorry for any boys listening to this. Because <laughs> we should have warned. We should have pre-warned, like you know, like a, a small. If anyone like would like buzzer. us to do a period update, though, we, that's something we could uh, right, consider. <laughs> Harry's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, Lizzie can follow up on that one. <laughs> Lizzie's going to do like put like, menstruation news. In menstruation news, I'm on mine today. If that, if anyone was interested. Probably not, but... Okay, we'll leave menstruation news there. So am I. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. Too far. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Other fabulous women in podcasts. Um, Other fabulous women in podcasts. uh, The High Tea Cast, um, which is two British girls called Sam Sparrow and Lee Rice. And I've met them a couple of times in real life. Um, I saw IRL? In in IRL. (laughs) I like using it, but I don't know how to use it. I've met them a couple of times IRL. And um, Sam ran London Marathon last year, which um, I saw her go past, which was amazing. And they are basically the podcast pros of the UK. (laughs) Um, Probably, I think it was the first podcast that I ever listened to and and still regularly listen to. And they're just awesome and quite rude, would definitely talk about periods and swear a lot and are just really like real talk. I like that. Nice. I like that too. Being straight up. Yeah. <laughs> what other ones have we got? I actually made quite a long list and I forgot. Did you? Oh, okay. I thought you, you, were, going... you were the contributor. Yeah, here's me going. <laughs> I know so many amazing girl podcasts and I've forgotten them all. Um, um, Mine are all like not so relevant. Oh, there's a really, really new one that I've just started listening to, which mm-hmm. Steph um, recommended to me again called The Heart. Oh, yeah. Um, which is. I've listened to that. They're really, really short. They're like 10 minutes long and it's all um, sex and relationship related. So they're doing a little series at the moment about um, uh, like one-time loves or like brief encounters and like basically certain people or relationships are supposed to come into your life for short amount of times and then leave again and that's okay because that's kind of the whole point in them. So that's really nice because the last one I listened to was this girl that met a guy on the subway and they just had a like a really nice subway ride together, listened to his music, and it was amazing. And then that was, that was it. it. And ah. 
That was quite cute. I like them. They're really um, nicely put together, too. Mm. They have a lot of kind of music and, well, as in, like, they use poetry and sound effects yeah, and music. Yeah, the sound effects are really good. I um, really like that mood. And one more one that I have, which isn't just a girl podcast, it's a uh, girl and a guy, is called Dear Sugar Radio. Um, mm. which I is like that, too. Cheryl Strayed, who um, wrote Wild, which was just a film recently made, uh, well, her book was recently made into a film with Reese Witherspoon, and uh, Dear Sugar was a internet column, I don't think it exists anymore, but um, it ran for a few years, and it was really popular. I never actually read it when it was a column, uh, but I've since gone back and read some of them after the podcast, but it's Cheryl and Steve Armand, yeah, and they're just like two really, really wise really nice people and basically it's agony aunt and uncle podcast it's so therapeutic listening to them I they've think. got such good voices they yeah. have real like voices for good voices yeah. for that kind of thing it's... and you do feel like you could like i feel like i could write in about something they they feel like they'd answer anyone's questions yeah it's nice this is probably the point to admit that i have actually written to dear sugar recently well like when it very first started, so oh. the beginning of the year, they haven't. They haven't I was gonna be like, "Is it just been on?" Because it's all anonymous. I think, uh, in reality, my my question slash problem slash scenario was probably a bit, uh, what's the word? Not important enough. <laughs> so this week's actually um, was really like really full on a uh, couple of topics, but some of them are just quite more. More lighthearted. Yeah, I've listened to ones about like quite relationship based. Yeah, so it wasn't very relationship based this week. It was more um, kind of big life struggles. Hmm. But yeah, so it's a good mix. Good mix. Yes. Well, I feel like we actually could do a whole podcast about podcasts because yeah, maybe we should actually do like good boy podcasts as well, just to balance it out. True. Well, just generally, just just yeah, there's a lot of good podcasts. We recommend them in general. To be fair, the people listening to this listened are uh, listening to our podcast. So they're probably quite a bit further ahead than the average. This person. is true. Although we will obviously link to all of the ones we've mentioned, so you can listen to them if you don't yeah. already. Hopefully, to spread the girl love. Yes. <laughs> um, cool. Well, shall we? We have our last topic on our agenda. Um, how slow is too slow? So this is you're telling me about. Like I saw this post about it online, <laughs> but I didn't actually read it. I only saw the headline. Yeah, so this was a couple of weeks ago now. I think it might have been the same day as Barcelona Marathon. Um, so there was this race called Spend 20. Um, I'm not sure where in the UK it was. Basically, it was a 20-mile race. It was in the UK as well? Yeah. Um, it was like a local race put on by a running athletics club. And this lady called Nettie Edwards um, was running it, and she got pulled out between mile one and two, I think. Um, basically someone, one of the marshals came up to her on a bike and said, you're too slow for this race, um, you need to stop. Um, oh, I didn't realise that's what it was at all. I thought it was that, you know, she was near the end of the race and they were going to have to start wrapping things up. No, no, no. So I've heard quite a lot of stories about things like that before. But no, this was like literally right at the beginning. She was How like, heartbreaking for yeah, her. Yeah, so she was doing like 12 minute miles, which isn't, definitely not walking pace. No. It's definitely running. Um, yeah, so the whole argument kind of was that this um, race didn't actually have in their rules that there was a cut-off time. So mm-hmm. if there had been, then fair enough. You can kind of say, yep, you're not going to hit our cut-off time. This is true. Um, and, th- and they were just a bit rude about it, it sounds like. And some of the members of the club kind of came on the internet afterwards and said, oh, well, we're just going to stop her racing. 
again in our races then. Whoa. Um, but I also saw loads of positive uh, positive backlash. Is that a, that seems like an yeah. oxymoron. Um, of like people suggesting that they were going to sign up and just walk the whole thing next year. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, what a shame. Yeah. I feel like in a time where we're told, well, so many different things about whether we should be running or not running or doing exercise or not doing exercise or how much exercise we should be doing. By the by, if someone's out there doing something and they're trying, then the support, I feel like it's all about supporting someone in that in that endeavour. And if there's strict Absolutely. rules, you publish them beforehand. Yeah. And if you haven't done that, then you have to go with the flow and deal with what comes up as an organiser. Yeah, so also this woman wasn't even like a new runner. She was very, like she runs to work every day. She's run two marathons. She's done London and Yorkshire. She's done the White Rose Ultra. What? So she's obviously like, yeah, she was going to finish it. Yeah, yeah, she knew what she was doing. It's all fine. It's all good. So I, I just, this is everything that I kind of scares me about some, some parts of running and, oh yeah, and organised events. So um, despite the fact I've been running for like four years, I still start every single race with the fear that I will be the last person to finish. <laughs> I think I've, I think I've kind of got over it now when it comes to like, 5Ks, 10Ks, although to be fair, I am within the bottom 10% of my parkrun field every single week. That's fine. Like it's, That is one of the kind of events where it is very inclusive and it does not matter what time you finish mm. in. Um, but starting a half marathon, marathon, I probably still would be scared that I'd be last. But this... Well, I don't think it... I suppose it comes back to that thing of everyone from school, like being in a PE class and having to run something and that horrible feeling of being like the last one to cross the line or the last one who's picked for something. Yeah. And it's so horrible that they like that the stigma around that and that and that you have to in the same way that we feel like we have to acknowledge on Strava when our when we did a hard <laughs> run. It's the same way you feel like you have to acknowledge why you're going at the pace you are. Yeah. And that for her, she may we have no clue of what that lady's agenda was or what her plan was. Most people like to start a race slow and build up. For all we know, she started at that pace, but she could have ended at a completely different one. Like, And if she didn't, it's still the pace she goes at and she completes in that time. Yeah, like, she shouldn't have been stopped from doing it just because she was a bit slower than everyone else. It's really elitist and what I don't like about running. But I, well, it's not a similar situation at all, but I had, uh, when I did Copenhagen Half mm. in 2013... I was so slow that they were actually packing up, like genuinely packing up the barriers as I was still running. Like people were in the road, they were kind of like winding down and that was the most horrible feeling to be like, feeling like I was kind of like holding up the whole of uh, the course because they kind of wanted to get going. It's very difficult. I think that's what a lot of races do. Hmm. I've definitely read some articles that, that make reference to you know, making sure that people who are volunteering, all the people who are working as stewards, stay, you know, stay on their post and don't start to just mm-hmm. kind of slack after the kind of bulk of people have gone yeah. through. And that's one of the reasons now why I'll only enter really big races because it kind of guarantees that there's always going to be slow people as well. So if, if, always a, if a field is only like a couple of hundred or a couple of thousand, I'll be like, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's the question of it's being inclusive. It's being as, as, as flexible as much as you can be. In letting everyone have a, a good race experience, not just the people at the front. We need exactly. to we need to help make this happen. We need to organise our own races. <laughs> Done. Okay, yeah, we'll add that to the project list as well. Yeah. <laughs> the project list is quite long right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Maybe that's a 2016 goal. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> love running. Love run where you want. Oh, when you this, want. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be like last time again where I was like, run free and like the wind and happy and... We believe all, all of those all things. Of the things. <laughs> well, we should wrap up. Yeah, so let, this time we're going to actually tell you where you can find us on the internet. <laughs> Do a proper ending. In a choreographer style. <laughs> yeah. Basically, we love calling your girlfriend. It's amazing. <laughs> where can you find us on the internet? Um, you definitely know this better than I do. <laughs> we are on Twitter at... Um, what's the... OTFR podcast. Yes. Yeah, at OTFR podcast. Um, Instagram is the same, at OTFR podcast. Um, we're on the internet at uh, OTFR podcast dot wordpress.com where you can listen to us um you can stream us from there you can download us on itunes which is so cool which is so cool we were on itunes so it felt totally professional then yeah not we'll work out how to get this back onto itunes as well now we've done it once yeah do it again i'm sure we can do it again it's fine um, um and when are last, we back oh last thing sorry oh sorry sorry we also have an email address otflpodcast at gmail.com and if you want to be interviewed by us do an on-the-run contribution, mm. or um, if you are someone that feels like they might want to produce and edit a podcast, because at the moment we're doing it all ourselves. Drop us a line. Yeah, that would be great. Um, when Ooh. are we back? That is a good question. When are we back? Well, in a month. Well, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've got a really quite busy couple of weeks coming up. Yeah. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. What are you doing, Harry? <laughs> I have to get married. Um, <laughs> I've married. got no choice of getting married. And so. before that, we've got Hindu. Oh, yeah, we're going on Hindu. Not I'm going to Berlin next weekend. Yeah. You're running your race next weekend. Yeah. And of course, the ma- the wedding does coincidentally clash quite brilliantly with London Marathon. Yeah. So Lissy will be a bit busy too. So we're going to have to review when we're going to do one. Maybe we'll do like a quick, we should do like a swift update. Kind of in, in advance of London oh, Marathon. Yeah, that would be good. So, and then we can do like a well. Gee, you might yeah. have to do one on your own. Yeah, while I'm then, away. And then you're on. Um, I can record runs from Peru. Honeymoon. That's the word I'm looking for. Peruvian adventure. So yeah, TBC when the next one will be for now. But um, after we've got our adventures out of the way, might well, become yeah. a little bit more regular. Yeah. Stay, Stay in touch. Yeah. Bye. Bye.